How do you keep your loved one safe while enabling them to grow their independence? There seems to be just this tension between safety and independence that we experience as families. I'm Eric Gall, family member and family coach, and I want to talk about how you can actually increase your loved one's safety while growing their independence, okay? So I think what typically happens is the way that we think about this is that if we allow or if you allow your loved one to grow their independence, have more independence, that comes with uh, a sense of risk or a, a greater risk that's going to um, potentially put your loved one in dangerous or more vulnerable situations, okay? And then what happens is that because we don't want that risk or that increased vulnerability for our loved one, we protect them, right? And we don't uh, allow our loved one to um, grow their independence because of that. That being one of the reasons, right? So our way of safety, our thinking around safety, keeping our loved one safe, protecting our loved one blocks that independence, right? And what does that do? That That's holding our loved one back because our loved one isn't getting life experiences. Our loved one isn't uh, able to maybe solve problems. Um, our loved one is not getting the opportunity to fail or fall down and learn from those experiences. So this is us holding our loved one back. Now, I want us to think about what this would look like and feel like for ourselves, right? Imagine for yourself, if you had someone looking over you, over you to make sure that you were safe, but would say, no, you can't go to the store. I need to go with you or I need to drive you there and I need to be with you in the store. Um, you can't, whatever it is, right? Like the things that you get to go and experience in life, um, you know, you can't go to that concert. You can't go to that um, theater, uh, whatever those things are, right? Or you can't use the knife um, or you can't use the that dish, whatever it is, right? Where we have this perceived risk and we're protecting our loved one from that risk, right? If that happened in your life, how would that make you feel? It would probably make you feel pretty constrained, right? It would make you feel pretty constrained not being able to do the things that you want to do or the things that you might want to try or maybe that you uh, don't know are out there for you because you haven't had the opportunity to experience them. And with the inability to do those things, life would probably become maybe a little bit more boring. You might be going inside of yourself a little bit more, right? So when we think about it from the perspective of what would that look like, what would that feel like for us, it gets us thinking. And what I wanna to talk to you about today is providing your loved one the dignity of risk, right? So it's this idea of we need to be able to experience a little bit amount of risk in our lives because that provides us dignity. It provides us with agency over ourselves. It empowers us, right? So this idea of dignity of risk. So what would that look like? Well, it looks like our loved one being able to take managed risks, 
Okay, so we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna put your loved one in a in a situation where if they fail or if they fall, there it's gonna be a serious neg- negative or detrimental consequence to your loved one. But what are the opportunities where there's a you can manage that risk, right? Or maybe it's a lower lower risk. If you fall down, you dust yourself off, you get a little bit of a pep talk maybe, and you try it again, or you keep going, right? That's what the dignity of risk is all about, right? And it doesn't mean that you don't have a safety net or you don't have safeguards or protectionary measures in place. But how do we think about loosening the grip, uh, maybe a way of putting it, to give our loved one more opportunity, to allow our loved one to experience some risk, to experience failure, and to be able to learn from that. That's a big way in, uh, in how we learn. Another thing to consider is, wouldn't you rather your loved one be able to experience these risks and to be able to experience failure, to be falling down and learning while you are there to support them, right? Versus uh, not having the exposure to risk and maybe um, being overprotected until a time when you can no longer provide that protection. And then who's going to provide that protection? Who's going to protect all of those vulnerabilities, maybe that your loved one hasn't learned to maybe manage or protect themselves from, right? So I think you're much better off to be exposing your loved one to risk and manage risks while you're able to be supporting your loved one to learn and to grow and to develop Versus a time to, to waiting to when you're maybe not able to do those things, right? Your loved one's going to be much safer, right? This is that tension, that balance between safety and growing independence. Your loved one's going to be safer in the short term and in the long term if your loved one learns to um, fail and get back up and dust themselves off and to develop and grow, maybe learning some protectionary safeguards or developmental safeguards um, that are going to help keep them safe, right? If our loved one's learning that through opportunities to grow um, with maybe some support, our loved one is going to be safer because they're going to be their own first line of defense, maybe against those vulnerabilities. And our loved ones, your loved one does have the ability to grow and to learn those things to to maybe uh, differing levels, right? For all of our loved ones. So, I wanted to give you that to think about. And if you're interested in learning more about growing your loved one's independence, but also growing your loved one's safety and managing risk and, 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 and implementing those safeguards, then I've got an upcoming workshop called the Growing Independence Workshop that I think is gonna be really, really helpful for you. So keep your eye out for it and I'll tell you more about it in the coming weeks. And Um, I'd love it if you scroll down and let me know what was helpful for you in this video. I'm Eric Gall. Together, let's take a small step forward this week.